Party time, Mom. Hey, listen, folks. Last Sunday, Michael Bloomberg addressed a group of Selma churchgoers as part of a Bloody Sunday remembrance service. An article from Business Insider claimed the former mayor used his time to talk about the issues black Americans face. And really, if we break it down, who better to discuss this with black America than stop and frisk Minnie Mike himself? He's been notoriously vocal regarding the black community when he was mayor of New York. And those sound bites have gone over in the black community about as well as a loud fart in church. Now, speaking of church, let me take you back to Selma. Many in the group of congregants stood and turned their back on Bloomberg in protest while the Reverend Jesse Jackson looked on. Now, the man has spent millions of dollars bombarding the entire country with ads. Oh, I am sick of the Bloomberg ads. His face is all over billboards in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and I'm sorry to break it to you this way, Mikey, but this ain't your demographic, brother. The amount of money this guy has spent on advertisements on every platform is outrageous. He's like the mom that took the PTA election too seriously. I feel like I'm back in eighth grade running for class president. He's trying his best to buy an election because he's under the false assumption that that's what Donald Trump did when, in fact, he absolutely did not. Donald Trump made his campaign and now his presidency about America and the plight of Americans, all Americans, Americans of every color and background. It's true and unfortunate that many in this country have turned a deaf ear towards Donald Trump, Donald Trump and decried the president as a racist when he, in fact, folks, is absolutely not. Trump has proven his promises to the black community with record low unemployment rates among minorities, among many other things we could list off. Now, what has Minnie Mike accomplished? What has he proven? Well, obviously nothing for the community he was pandering to on this past Sunday. So it's time to let it go, Mike. It's time to let it go. We're all so sick of seeing the TV commercial ads that invade our homes faster than Cousin Eddie at Christmas. All you've done is make every single American want to turn our backs on you. Hey, folks, with home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way where you wait for weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune, or there's the other way. That's Simply Safe. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home, outdoor cameras, doorbell alerts. Uh, it's going to tell you if anybody's approaching your home. Uh, your entryway, you're going to have uh, motion and glass break sensors. It's all kind of stuff. You're, you're, you have the protection you need. Now, you barely notice it's there. It's not intrusive. But what's truly remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself. Anybody can do it. It takes about 30 minutes to an hour. Absolutely tops. And there's no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice 24-7. And it's only, get this, 50 cents a day. No contracts. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com slash watch Chad today. You're going to get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You got nothing to lose. 
Go now. Be sure to go to simply, S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash watch chat. That's simply safe.com slash watch chat. Hey, happy Super Tuesday, folks. We're going to find out all about what's going to happen. Hey, this afternoon, tonight, uh, don't forget to flip on over and watch the live Blaze TV coverage. I'm going to be there. Glenn Beck will Mm -hmm. be there. Uh, I'm sure Sarah Gonzalez will be there. Who knows? Go ahead. We're going to do that momentarily. So flip on over and watch us talk about all the. We're going to talk about, you see my Bernie shirt right here, Bernie? I noticed that. Kind of scary. Yeah. Skull with hair. I'm confused. Yeah. It's uh, our friends at Politiflops did this. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I think they're saying that Bernie's going to be dead in 2024. <laughs> it says Bernie 2024. So, yeah, I, I think they're saying that he's going to be dead by then. <laughs> so, hey, the news came in yesterday that a federal judge Monday granted a request from conservative watchdog group Judicial Watch to have former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton sit for a sworn deposition to answer questions about her use of a private email server to conduct government business ah hmm. can we just get over that yet <laughs> no not until <laughs> she's held accountable for it she's not gonna be well that that's the point of what i just said yeah it's a federal judge just ordered that she has got to sit down and, in front of a and there'll be a california federal judge that'll override that and it's and it's be back where you started well, at. You, well, so what are you going to do steve you're just going to throw out the rule of law but and say we're they, not going to seek justice because we already it, have. They've been throwing it out. Yeah. What's going to? They're going to keep throwing it out. Do you think out. Hillary Clinton is? I mean, she definitely sent out and deleted thirty-three thousand oh, emails from a private server. But she's also is above she, the law. Is she guilty? Yes. Well, she I know is. we've discussed that, but we 100%. can't keep letting people be above the law. I agree. So we have to keep coming at them until we break that wall down. Get them. I mean, we just have to. This can't go on forever. Yeah. Where you have these political elites that are untouchable. Well. Did we beat her down enough? She's not running for president again. We don't know. You think, is it too you late? She's going to step in no, today? she can step in. And Remember, she's above the law. She can do anything she wants to do. <laughs> I told you all, the Democrats right now are letting Bernie do all this stuff, and they're doing this on purpose. And then the last minute, Hillary's going to come in and go, I'm going to save y'all. They, well, they're already going to have, I, look, I've been saying it. I still say it. I'm, I'm not ruling out a Hillary Clinton run for presidency in this deal. Still, I've been saying it for, we've been talking about it for a year now. I did notice she was dressed really nice on some show the other day. Oh, she got leg and pantsuit right now, son. After that debate the other night that we watched last week, good God almighty, Mm -hmm. a bunch of that yelling fest they had going on is ridiculous. But Clinton uh, has argued that she's already answered questions about this and should not have to do so again. But D.C. District Court Judge Royce C. Lambert said in his ruling that her past responses left much to be desired. So... There you go. We'll see what happens. I mean, nobody, I don't think anybody has any true hope. But, you know, eventually you got to keep looking at it. You got to keep looking at it. I mean, because look at Harvey Weinstein. And that guy's going to die in prison mm-hmm. when you look at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually justice was served on that. He'll probably commit suicide, though. Well, they're worried about him. They got yeah. him on Epstein watch. I mean, they're, they're afraid if they put him in there, he's going to pull an Epstein. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Yeah. Have they actually locked him up yet? No. Okay. See, he's still got time to. No, he's still walking around looking all crippled and get, stuff. Getting his, his ducks walker. in a row to mm-hmm. commit suicide. Yeah. Go out big. Yeah. 
Well, one of the things the judge said about Clinton was uh, while she responded to written questions in a separate case, he said those responses were either incomplete, unhelpful, or cursory at best. Simply put, her responses left many more questions than answers. Um, Yeah. Yep. So no more written questions this time. They'll only muddle any understanding. Um, Blah, 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 blah. I did not have relations with those emails. (laughs) Well, I mean, she's guilty of that. We know she's guilty of that. It would have put you under the jail. If yeah. you were in the military and you sent out an email like that, they, you'd still be in the jail. Yeah. So uh, Amy Klobuchar is out. Out. Of the race. Pete Boot Edge Edge is out. Bye. His, his husband said that uh, it's very unusual for Pete to pull out early. Um, yes. But he did. He's out. So I imagine that Joe Biden has brokered a deal with Pete boot edge edge as being the vice presidential candidate. That's my, that is exactly what I said last night. Yeah, it's what's going to happen. Because Joe Jack Biden, uh-huh. he's already said, I got to have somebody that can be president. I might die. He's 77. So you got, you got a battle. I said, you know, keep dropping out. Elizabeth Warren, she continually says she's got a chance. She's got the momentum to go the distance all the way to the, you know, the Super Tuesday is going to determine everything. But it's funny to me. I said, just go ahead and drop out. We knew what it was going to be. It was going to be a couple of geriatric, senile white dudes running for the Democratic Party. They're so woke, man. Mm -hmm. So woke. So you got Bernie Sanders, who's 78 years old. Joe Biden is 77. He's basically your age, Steve. And... uh, (laughs) 77 years old, man. Do you know that they say that people over 80, one in six have dementia? And Why are you looking at me when you say this? Uh, I'm just get, getting you ready. Yeah. And most of them don't live past 85. So, I mean, it's, you know, even if you get four years, it probably won't be eight. I, that's just that's just the fact. That's human nature. And I mean, have you ever noticed how these people go into the presidency looking young and fresh and all this mm-hmm. stuff and they come out gray and. Like withered that. and yeah oh, there, they come out looking like this a, this is what bernie's gonna look like <laughs> if he gets elected there's a website out there that shows you the aging of every president yeah. it's it's amazing the stress level on these guys when they oh. go into office yeah i swear trump looks younger every time i see him his hair is getting more blonde <laughs> if you'll notice it went from being kind of gold and all that stuff and now it's kind of starting to get whitish or his skin is getting more orange there's mm. that too i think <laughs> He feeds off of it, though. Of course he does. Oh, living sure. his best life. Of course he does. He loves it. Living well, you said you had life. a meeting with Ben Carson. Yes, the other day. I was just. I got to be in the room with Secretary Carson, and boy, that was so much fun. He 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 said a few things that I really resonated with me. He said, number one, people are coming at Trump saying that he's a racist. If he is a racist, he's the worst racist he's ever met in the history of life. Not good at it. Not good at it all, and gave a laundry list of reasons why. Uh, Trump uh, is good for our country. He also talked about. Um, tell, tell me the question though. He said. He said Trump oh, t- looked Trump, at him and asked Trump him the other looked, day. Well, they had they had just had a, a conversation about coronavirus right before uh, Carson got on the plane. Secretary Carson got on the plane to come to this event, and uh, Trump apparently just looked at him and said, "Aren't you glad you didn't win?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and Dr. Carson said, I am glad that I didn't win. So yeah. he said, we've got the right bulldog 
in office right now. He said that they are very aligned when it comes to their morals and ethics, um, but they do have very different personalities. And I thought that was really it, that really resonated with me yeah. that he said that he is aligned with Trump on so many. Here's what aspects. I think. See, ben Carson told me, uh, Secretary Carson, Dr. Carson, he, he told me last year over dinner, he said, uh, I thought America needed a Boy Scout, which is what I was. He said what America needed was a barbarian and a bulldog who's going to go in that's there what and he said. take care of business. And that's what happens. So um, interesting. I say, I think that you have Democrats, whatever they want to be, Republicans, and then you have the Trump party. Hmm. I think that's where we're at. I mean, Trump is almost like a third party at this point, especially after visiting CPAC this last week uh, in D.C. And we were there again. We go every year. And you see these folks, and it's like, I'm really disappointed with a couple of things when it comes to the conservative movement, if you want to call it that. One is this cult of personality. You know, you see these young people in there, they're running around, they'll see they'll see uh, Sebastian Gorka or Mike Cernovich or Jack Posobiec or me. <laughs> or, 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 I mean, you know, Rob Smith or Graham mm -hmm. Allen, all these people, and they're like, oh my God, I gotta, gotta go get a picture with them. Charlie Kirk, there's Charlie Kirk, gotta go do it. They're like, heroes to them. I, I know, and I'm like, look, I get that somehow and in some way, certain ones of us have gotten a platform that has been nice. It's kind of been a, a, an interesting and a blessing and a gift to have the platform to speak. But this cult of personality, like you have to align yourself with this person or that, and, and I don't like that because it's now taking things to a religious height of fervor. fervor. Like you, your politics has become your religion and, and it's kind of become cultic. And I don't like that. I don't like that. Politics should not, you don't bow down to it, mm -hmm. right? You don't bow down to that. And so it just bothers me to see that kind of stuff. And I mean, I saw fights break out. I mean, I saw physical, we saw physical fights break we out. We saw a girl put a guy in a headlock. I mean, we saw you can about, it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, and, and then and then I watched yesterday as it erupted again on Twitter. All these people who were going back, who was in the wrong, who was in the right, and everybody's setting up these things and they've got their camera phones out, anticipating it, and it, they want everything. These little videos to go viral, and that's kind of become a big deal. And, mm -hmm. and I'm like, sit down, shut up, act like an adult. We're all Americans here, and yeah, we met. We're probably a lot of us are all operating and pursuing the same goals. At the end of the day, just chill on the nuances. We don't have to be like that. Can Can I add one more thing that yeah. that Secretary Carson said? I thought this was interesting as well. He said that the, the reason we're seeing the Democrats lose their minds and in kind of an embarrassing way, and they are. We've mm -hmm. talked about that. Is because the Democrats need three things to be able to control this country according to Secretary Carson. They need the schools, so that's done. They need the media, he said that's done, and they almost had the courts. And if you have the courts and you're the majority in the courts, then you are winning. And they've spent the last 30 years building that up, and with one new president, it was all wiped away. Mm -hmm. He said now they're gonna spend another decade trying to catch back up, so they are losing their minds and angry at Trump because they know in one fell swoop that just cost them 10, 15, 20 years of trying to build yeah. that back up. It's true. It's they a have grace the media. Of God on that one. I mean, it, they got the media. They've got the schools. And they've got the schools. That's right. So they have two out of three, but they didn't get the courts. So that was that was a good thing. Um, and, and what's interesting to me is now, you know, all we heard was Russia, 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 Russia collusion, Russian meddling, and all these things. And then all of a sudden the report came out that that Russia was trying to help Bernie's campaign and 
it's funny to me that the, the party that has screamed Russia, Russia, Russia is now ready to put a communist right. in the White House. That's amazing to me. You hypocrites. I mean, the man took his honeymoon in Russia. Right. Where'd you go on your honeymoon? Uh, we went to Turks and Caicos. Yeah. Steve, where'd you go? <laughs> Joe's Crab Shack. <laughs> where'd you go on your honeymoon, Steve? Uh, I went to Greece. Okay. Nice. Has anybody ever gone to Russia? Mother Russia. Where'd you go? I went to Jamaica. Y'all rich people? <laughs> Private resort <laughs> in Jamaica. You were eating crab White legs, privilege. huh? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, love Joe's crab shack. I, I'm telling you, that's the deal. Nobody goes to Russia, mm-hmm. runs around in their underwear in the snow. But Rolling Stone reporter, uh, he came out in an article and he said, voters just don't really care about Russian election meddling. <laughs> well, we don't care now that it helps us. Right now that it's a thing that could potentially help our guys and we're not in a, you know, hey. He said, this is this issue is a complete zero. Uh, he said, polls have shown it's so far down the list of things people care about when they make voting decisions. I just don't understand the mindset that thinks this is a winning play. Um, so I think the remarkable thing about this story, uh, we're talking about Bernie Sanders and the supposed help that he got, uh, is the degree to which they appear to genuinely think it's going to work. This story very unsubtly came out in the Washington Post the day before the caucus. It was obvious that even Sanders, who had been shaky on the issue, he even had to point it out. Clearly, somebody thought this would have an impact on the caucus, and it was a blowout, like of historic proportions. So, in other words, ah, who cares? Bernie's winning. That's the deal. Hey, with all the talk about the coronavirus or the Bernie virus, <laughs> socialism is a virus, Steve. With all the talk about the coronavirus, people have stopped talking about the flu, which has killed 16,000 people and hospitalized over a quarter million in the U.S., and the season isn't even over. One of the best ways to avoid getting sick is a healthy immune system, which is why fortify my body every day. I fortify my body every day with Field of Greens. Love them. Field of Greens by Brickhouse. Listen, one scoop has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables, which boosts energy and supports healthy immune system. Doctors agree a diet of fruits and vegetables can reduce your risk of heart disease. Plus, Field of Greens is prebiotic, probiotic, and a great source of vitamins, fiber, and other nutrients. Just put one scoop in a glass of water, stir it, and you're done. Right now, save 15% off your first order with the offer code CHAD at BrickHouseChad.com. Oh, you know it. BrickHouseChad.com. Subscribe today and save an extra 10% every single month. This this virus season, I want you to turn your immune system into a brick house with Field of Greens. BrickHouseChad.com. That's BrickHouseChad.com. We're coming right back. I want every single one of you to do two things for me. I just do one. How about that? We'll break it down to one. I want you to go to watchchad.com. Watchchad.com. You can get our podcast merch. You can see show dates. I'm going to be in Elk City, Oklahoma on the 13th of March. And then we're headed up to Pueblo, Colorado and Grand Junction. So I want you to get tickets. Come out there and hang with us. We're going to have some fun. Uh doing less shows believe it or not this year we're doing less shows we're doing it because that's strategically doing that because i'm tired i'm tired and and i'm i'm tired of seeing party foul steve naked 
Fort um, Worth's on your mind, right? Huh? Fort Worth, that's on your mind. Fort Worth's going to happen in June. We'll make that announcement here pretty soon. We'll make that announcement in the next week or so. Um, and But while you're there, you can get all kind of fun stuff. You can find the podcast there. You can get our new single, He's Still Your President. See, that's an earworm. Gets in your head. Doesn't get out. I want that sucker sold. I want that. I want people. I, I want it on like at the Trump rallies is where I want it. And that's a rally song. And we're it gonna should go, be. Yeah, it should be. We just get in the right hands. Get enough people sharing that thing. Let it go viral. I think it's had about 350, 360,000 views. The more, the more important thing is the shares. It's had about twelve or 13,000 shares mm-hmm. from one page alone on uh, Facebook. So that's good. But, you know, it's harder and harder. I mean, that thing would be over 10 million views by now if this was two years ago. Mm. Facebook sucks. Well, they all suck. They all suck. Do you see where a billionaire is looking at buying the majority of stocks with Twitter and basically wants to oust old Jack and that way be able to stop the censoring of conservative Mm. voices? Is that a hostile takeover when you do that? I don't Whatever. know how hostile it would be. That's pretty hostile. I'm when sure you go in and buy just um, enough to kick the head guy out. I kind of doubt that's going to happen, but you know, it's all about money, folks. All about money, and we keep giving it to them, and they keep controlling our lives. Keep controlling our lives. It's fun. Speaking of money, you know, MSNBC. Uh, the, the, a lot of people have kind of speculated that that Bernie Sanders. Like, there was a recent dust-up between Chris Matthews, of course, who's on MSNBC, and the backers, the Bernie bros, the backers of Bernie Sanders, uh, raised a quick key question. Will MSNBC be pushed into a fervent Bernie embrace like the bear hug that Fox News often gives to President Trump? Uh, they said no. Uh, the reason is the very best one in all of television. It's money. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's – I mean, Bernie's not a – uh, I don't think anybody likes Bernie. Mm. Hillary Clinton said it in the interview. She said, nobody likes Bernie Sanders. <laughs> the guy, when is the last time? And I want everybody, by the way, go get, if you didn't see it or watch it or listen to it, I want you to go get yesterday's podcast where we broke down Bernie's democratic socialism. And we talked about how dangerous it is. If you want to, why want some bread lines? The man tried to get on the wrong private jet. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a socialist for you. I tried to get an Uber, wrong Uber the other night. You know what? <laughs> that's I a completely got, different scenario. I actually though. got in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Y'all got kicked out of an Uber, didn't you? You and Bougie Sean? Yeah, we did. I think it was because of Sean. I think so, it too. It was late in D.C., and I don't think that guy wanted Sean in his car. Uh-oh. Yeah, he, he Sean made him nervous, nervous in that big overcoat. Said, uh, I've got to go home. I can't, I can't take y'all. <laughs> little Uber... Racial profiling? Yeah. Yeah. Not against Bougie. Have you seen Sean? (laughs) And Sean was in a mood in D.C. beautiful, beautiful man. Yeah, he is, but he was just kind of in that real quiet, chill mood Mm. when Sean doesn't really emote anything, and he's walking around with his hands in that big overcoat that he wears. And I'm like, bro. Security was taking double takes on him. I know they were. Well, he he puts out that look. Um, But you know the thing about Bernie – And people love Bernie. The reason they love him is because the man hasn't changed in 40 years. They like that about him. He hasn't changed. He's always been who he is. He's the guy who honeymooned in Russia. When he was running for mayor in Vermont, he was the same deal. He he was pushing the same ideas and issues, right? Bernie's never accomplished anything. Now, we've heard him talk about how much he loves all of these things like 
Fidel Castro. We've heard him talk <laughs> about speeches about Russia and about how this and that wasn't so bad. When's the last? When have you ever heard him take Abraham Lincoln and give a good speech, a positive speech about George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or America? He doesn't. He's never, I've never heard the man praise America. Now, Barack Obama came in and said America needs a fundamental change. This guy means it. Mm-hmm. He wants to turn it into a whole other country. And if he gets arrested, I mean, uh, elected. <laughs> <laughs> that was my so Freudian. Who is Obama? That was is my Obama, Freudian and I meant it. Is Obama endorsing anybody yet? No. Oh, okay. He's not going to. I mean, to. he's showing up on some of the Mike Bloomberg ads. Yeah. But that's not an official endorsement. But the amazing thing, you know, him and Joe Biden, they have their little friendship bracelet. Uh, I think Barry's must have fallen in off into the ocean there at Martha's Vineyard because he hadn't shown up and talked about his little Mm-mm. bro bracelet at all. So we're going to find out. I mean, it's Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's Super Tuesday. We're going to find out all kind of things we need to know. Um, oh, it's going to be. Let me tell you, if Bernie doesn't get the nomination, if the same thing happens to him that happened in 2016, they're burning Milwaukee to the ground. They've already said they were going to. Wait, I want to know predictions who's going to get the nomination it's going to be it's going to be a brokered convention i think sanders is going to win it i think he's going to get the the votes that's needed to be but i don't think they're going to let him i think there's going to be a fight okay 2020 is going to be interesting folks i believe all that except i do believe in the end bernie sanders is the nominee you do well, let's talk about that a little bit because let's assume Bernie Sanders gets the nomination. I predict, I'd lay odds on this in Vegas, that whenever Trump debates, whoever it is he debates in the first presidential debate, it will be the highest rated television show in the history of television. I agree. It'll be the most watched event in American television history. And if it's Sanders, you know, Trump keeps tweeting out about how Bernie's getting screwed, how Bernie's getting cheated. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he says, I'd much rather face Biden than Bernie. You saw that Biden won in South Carolina. People in the South, even if you're a Democrat, that socialism crap don't jive so much. Sure. They're not as progressive as, say, New England, New York, even California, Seattle. People in South Carolina, they're not buying into that crap. A little bit of common sense down there, you know? It's a different culture. The idea of you going to take mine? I mean, see, they don't live in high-rises where you share the same uh, mailbox room. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? And you live on the... Y'all walk down the street together. You've been in New York City. You know how it mm-hmm. is. Everybody's sharing the same air and the same space and all that. No, we pee off the porch, man. Mm-hmm. I ain't letting nobody else come pee off my porch. We don't have a whole lot of that homeowners association where I'm at. We don't believe in it. <laughs> Nobody's we don't gonna believe tell in intrusion. Nobody's going to tell me I can't put my car up on blocks. That's right. <laughs> Somebody said to me, don't I told do you it, guys Holmes. last week about the lady who packed her cans and took them back to Portland so she could recycle them. And I said, girl, cans, you could get you could get an auto dealership, a junkyard, and some home appliances <laughs> in most front yards in Alabama. It's true. Yes. You, and everybody in Alabama watching or listening to this, y'all know I'm telling you the truth. Y'all ain't got to drive far. You know those people. They mm-hmm. got to keep the front and the back door of the trailer open just to get a breeze coming through it. 
In the summertime, that's the only air conditioner they got. Got to have flow through. <laughs> yeah. You got to draw some air, man. Yeah. You're letting all the bought air out. That's how I grew up. <laughs> sit there with it's your, okay. Sit there and your tank top all sweaty and greasy and the Ow. freezer opened up and you're just holding on to it. Yeah. Hey, mama, go in there and get us some of that bologna cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Trump, let me tell you something. It's possible. Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump may be the major party candidates for president. Uh, this will, uh, in no uncertain terms, see the United States face an absolutely shocking and arguably unprecedented condition. We would choose between two candidates with different worldviews and incompatible perspectives, yet also both eschew advocacy of democracy as the best and most important form of government. Mm. So you've got polarized people in battle. The most extreme factions of both parties. The whole notion of human rights out the door as a core element in American foreign policy, no matter who wins. Trump's been concerningly forthright in his praise of several right-wing authoritarian leaders. Uh, on the other side of the political spectrum, Bernie Sanders, Senator Sanders, has been just as clear in debates and comments of his support of left-wing dictators. Man. So here we go. The fact that neither the Republican president nor the likely Democratic nominee speak about democracy and our values, but instead praise the political systems that seek to crush individual freedom and liberty rings serious alarm bells. Well, I can tell you, man. Trump's not crushing anybody's freedom, but I guarantee you, you let socialism get one foot in the door. You're gonna have you're gonna have a problem. And they, I mean, they're always gonna say this. This article does it too. You know, Russia, an autocratic country whose leader Trump has refused to condemn. But here's the difference. You know, you see people say, "Well, he's praised Kim Jong Un and he's praised Vladimir Putin," but he's not trying to institute their form of government. Do you see the difference? Bernie Sanders not only praises Castro, he not only praises Nicaragua and Venezuela, he wants to institute their form of government. There's a huge difference between being a diplomat like Donald Trump, who, it's hard to say diplomat and Trump <laughs> in the same sentence, but a guy who's like, I'm trying to get along with these people. He's, he's not doing trying a good to, job, too. And I mean, he's not, trying to, he's not trying to go to war with them. Every time he wakes up, he doesn't turn around and go, Putin's a son of a... He doesn't do that, right? So people are like, well, why won't you condemn him? What do you... I mean, what do we want to do? We want to live in a constant bicker and battle? I mean, but he, the issue is he's not trying to institute... I think these are such dramatic words, too. Praise is strong yeah. to me. It just is. If he's a friend of Russia, he's a terrible friend, just like he's a terrible racist. Yeah. He's a terrible friend. He's put more sanctions on Russia than anybody else. I mean, why would you do that if that's your buddy? I mean, he's continually spoken out against Russia. So to say that is just, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited about it, Candace. I'm excited. I can't wait. I mean, you just think Super Tuesday is fun? Wait till the debates happen. We got more to get into. Y'all hang tight. Be right back. America versus socialism. That's, that's what it's come down to. Mm. It's not capitalism versus socialism. It's America versus socialism. Americanism. <laughs> America. <Did> you, <laughs> I made that word up. Seems Americanism. Like I, 
I hadn't just I hadn't said anything in a while, so I'm just going to spit it out. <laughs> yep. Americanism. But that's what it is because because you get you you let socialism get its foot in the door. Look, you can you can shoot the messenger. You're not going to put the fire out by throwing water on the fire alarm. I'm just telling you, you don't play with socialism. It's Steve not going to happen. You don't play with socialism. I don't like playing with a whole lot of things that end in isms anyway. Mm-hmm. No. Once it becomes an ism, mm-hmm. like, I'm ism. not a Republican. You can't okay? turn around from an ism. I'm more asm. <laughs> yes. I love things that end in asm. Asms make me happier yeah, than isms. Orgs. I'm very organizational asm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dot org. Yes. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Orgism, not the same. Yes. The asm, that's going to happen. The asm happens. That's what's fun. Ism. So, I, you know, listen. Oh, my gosh. We'll see. But, but okay, so Trump comes out the other day in his speech, and he references hoaxes, Russian hoax, the impeachment hoax. And he says, now they've got a new hoax. Then he starts referring to the coronavirus. And, of course, the media goes nuts. And they start saying, oh, he's saying the coronavirus is a hoax. That's not what he's saying. He's Mm-mm. saying their ploy to use it against him is the hoax. Correct. I mean, do you remember when, uh, what was the one? Was it SARS that came out when mm-hmm. Obama was president? Like 16,000 people died. And mm-hmm. it took him forever to even respond to that deal. And nobody said, well, man, that's Obama's fault. But now, you know, we've had what? 16, oh, a person die in the United States. A person out of 330 million, a 50-year-old guy who died from it. 16,000 people have died from the flu. Mm-hmm. Just regular influenza. We have, I said this on, tw- I said this on Facebook uh, Sunday. You know how to cure coronavirus? Is if the media would just stop talking about it. Right. It'd be cured. Just shut up. More people have died from being on Twitter and walking into traffic and getting hit by cars <laughs> than have died from the coronavirus in the oh, United that's States. that's true. It's true. I mean, I understand everybody thinks there's some big government cover-up and China did this and leaked it from a lab and all these things. Okay, coronavirus has been with us for a long time. Strains of coronavirus have been here since the 60s. Uh, the back of your Lysol white bottle says for coronavirus, and it has. I mean, you're, it's years old. Mm-hmm. You've probably had a strain of the coronavirus in you at some point in time, but you just thought it was a common cold. <gasps> you can tell by looking at Natalie, she's got some form of it. I have it in my ear. She's got, yeah, you got something going on. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't emaciation. <laughs> oh, why, why you got to go there? Why you got to be so thick? Why you got to be thicker than a snicker? Thicker than a snicker. Listen, I'll tell you what's a bigger threat than the coronavirus is left-wing ideology. Amen. That's what's, that's what's worse. That's, <clears throat> it, socialism going to kill more people than the coronavirus ever thought about. That's right. Touching. It that's already the has. Thing, man. <laughs> it, it's a distraction. You know, hey, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this while we're down here doing a hoochie-coochie. Because here's the thing, and Trump said it. He said it the other day at CPAC. We were there. He said a virus is not going to sink the American economy. What is or could sink the American economy is the socialism coming from our friends on the other side of the aisle. That's the biggest fear that I have today. It's not wrong. America versus socialism. That was the official theme at CPAC. And uh, had some fights break out, man. We walked into Harry's. Old John's a good dude. He's a 
retired police officer. He runs Harris. So, you know, the, the, the CPAC thing, normally when you get done, everybody goes to dinner, migrates to the different networking parties, and then everybody tends to hang out at the Trump for an hour or two, and that's where kind of the who's who is. You're in the Trump lobby bar. But that thing closes down around, starts winding down around 11, and they want everybody out of there because you can't have it too noisy. It's a hotel, mm-hmm. right? So everybody walks down the street and goes to Harry's. Well, Harry's is a fun little restaurant and bar, kind of an after-hours thing. It's a dive. Uh, we're no we're no stranger to dive bars. But John that owns it, he's a ex-NYPD, good dude, and he'll buy you a drink, and everybody kind of goes down there because it stays open late. We he loves walked you, it. too. He escorted us straight to the back, and the place is packed. And yeah. I mean, so us, there was a few of us ordered there. ordered our drinks for us, so it's kind of nice. There was a guy, our very own Blaze TV's host of Slightly Offensive on YouTube, Elijah Schaefer, good friend of ours. Uh, you know, Elijah's been pepper sprayed with Antifa. Um, he's he's taken some beatings, been attacked, but you know that's his job. He puts himself in harm's way at some of these say, protests. He kind of goes in head first. That's what he does. You know, that's his job. He goes in there. Uh, him and Andy No do it a lot. Sometimes Fleckus, and so. We go in. He had had this kid. He was like, had kind of told this kid from, I won't say from where, but he was a young guy wearing his tie. And he said, got to watch my back. You know, watch my back in there. It wasn't really security for him. Although I think the kid kind of thought he was security for him. <laughs> so anyway, some, some words were shared and some attacks were out there. And, uh, you know, Elijah told, the way he told it, he said he put a drink on a table or an empty glass on a table. And they're like, you don't put that on my table and all this stuff. And it just broke out. So the, he was, the guy was about to punch him, and the little kid, the little security, what was that? Was what that a was dog? What was that? It sounded like a dog dying really over there. really scared me. So anyway, the kid <laughs> tried to step in the middle, and the kid wound up getting just, just his ass beat by oh, about four shoot. or five guys. Shoot. And that was right as we walked in the door. You could hear glass breaking, pictures falling off the wall, tables <laughs> falling over. He kept trying to get back up, though. And shy, he kept coming he back at him. him. I was like, bro, stay down. <laughs> There's Tap nothing out. you can do here. Tap Stay out. down. And it was just a show. And then the next night, our friend Mindy Robinson, of course, that turned out with, and there was video of that. You know, she got uh, connected with the Groiper group and, and whatever happened. It was a misunderstanding on everybody's part. It was really childish, you know. I think it started off, they were really kind of playing around. And I, th- I think, quickly. you know, oh. I've heard stories at Mindy, who's a good friend of ours. Uh, we were with Mindy. She was with us that night. Uh, that Mindy was um, kind of trying to edge into one of their live stream videos. I don't well, know if that's scrappy. true or not. She's very she's scrappy. She's very scrappy. I mean, she's been together with Randy Couture forever. Yeah. I mean, they, she's a pretty solid Hold gal. I FaceTime Randy too, and he gave me the. Yeah, he knows. He's, he knows who looks guilty. Yeah, and so. <laughs> Anyway, she, you know, some guy came up, bumped her from behind and stuff, and then kind of mouthed off, called her an ugly whore or something, and she wound up putting him in a chokehold. <laughs> and because I hadn't seen her in a minute, and I, she'd just gone to the restroom. I texted her, I said, You okay? She said, No, just had to put a guy in a chokehold. <laughs> I was like, Okay. And then I heard the police were coming, and, and then we go down there and watch the video of it. It was immediately on Twitter, and she'd put a guy in the chokehold, and then his sister came up and grabbed her by the throat, and she just twirled her finger in the girl's hair and snatched a lock of that out Ugh. and kind of gave it back to her <laughs> so it was just the police came took about 45 minutes and then we we you know i'm looking at these groiper kids outside and the groipers you know nick fuentes he's got his little group of people out there these 2021 20, year old 
kids that they're hyper conservatives and say a lot of things they probably shouldn't say and i won't get into that whole deal that's eat to each their own it goes back to what i was saying earlier about cpac and the all these conservative groups that it's almost like a religion and i'm like come on guys i get that you have your little ideals and ideologies but it's it's just time to grow up man knowledge Mm -hmm. puffs up and it happens especially in in people in their early 20s they learn a little bit they get a little education they read some books they're pretty smart kids, and, and all of a sudden they know more than the rest of the world knows. Temper it with a little more wisdom, guys. And that's all I'll say about that. But, you know. A little. The main thing about all of that, though, Chad, is kudos to y'all for getting out. Yeah, we got out, man. You know, we got out. It was one in the morning. And, yeah, kudos you know, we to you, We were just hanging man. out. You know, the home wasn't missing us yet. You know, just, you weren't in jail. No, dude, nobody went to jail. I, well, I mean, I wasn't. I don't look. I don't. I had a guy on Twitter yesterday because I, I defended Mindy a little bit. I was like, look, I was there. I saw with my own two eyes what happened, and people were talking to me about, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. Uh, you, you, you're just trying to. You're just thirsty for Mindy, and I'm like, no, Mindy's an old friend. I've known her for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. I also know who her boyfriend is, right? And uh, <laughs> Mindy ain't interested in that life, right? And I'm, I'm perfectly happy in my life, and but I'm still going to be your friend and some guy says you fake cowboy how about we set up a fight mma style and the proceeds go to charity and i'm like why do we need to do it for money let's just let's just go at it (laughs) kid i'm 47 years old i gotta kill you i can't fight you right I gotta kill you. I ain't got time to be sore tomorrow, no, Mark. I just uh, don't. I mean, I promise you, you want it rules? Now, when you fight me, son, there ain't gonna be no rules. Mm-mm. Yeah, I can't. I ain't got time for rules. I'm 47. We gonna be right back in one more <laughs> second. Yeah, you know what? Uh, if Bernie's plan for health care gets, you know, his idea, if you want that, uh, what he's proposing is going to cost as much as $97.5 trillion over the next 10 years. Good luck with that. Total government spending at all levels would surge as high as 70% of gross domestic product. Approximately half of the American workforce would be employed by the government. So, you know, hey, here's the deal. You ain't going to need universal health care because you're going to be dead. <laughs> you're just gonna starve to death i mean you get starvation you get tyranny and you get violence and you get death that's mm-hmm. what it brings so anyway i just you know what you gotta do you gotta laugh you just gotta laugh steve helms you just gotta laugh party you have foul. To, man if what you, you can't laugh do, man. then what can you do it's crazy world i mean pete Buttigieg is gonna bring a nine-year-old kid up so he can come out of the closet as gay that's dumb you know that happened last week i ain't mean, just mm-hmm. dumb this whole thing anything for a vote yeah, now he's out. But, I mean, come on. What nine-year-old kid's coming out of the closet? I ain't even thinking about it. Steve's the only person I've ever known that was thinking about sex at nine. Powell. 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 Yeah. Maybe Helms. Okay. Steve Powell's okay. brain hasn't developed past nine. That's why I keep him around, because I got to laugh. True. Probably true. I got to laugh. Go to watchchad.com. Get all of the fun stuff. Do me a huge favor. Go to where podcasts are offered, Okay. And give us a five-star rating and a good review. It helps us in our rankings. And I don't like falling off the rankings. You're slacking, people. I appreciate you. And I know what you're capable of. And I want you to get mine, Ryan Weaver's new single. Get that sucker out there and share it. It's on my YouTube. And it's also where music is offered. It's called He's Still Your President. And I'm quite proud of it, Stevie Helms. 
You did a good job, son. Proud of that song. You did a good job. Excited about it. Now we're going back in. We're going to do a full band deal. Get your Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com. Sign up for a year. You can use promo code CHS or CHAT. We love y'all. God bless you. See you next time. Bye.